turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. This station. If we look to the answer as to why for so many years we achieved so much, prospered as no other people on earth, it was because here in this land we unleashed the energy and individual genius of man to a greater extent than has ever been done before. Those who say that we're in a time when there are no heroes, they just don't know where to look. The sloping hills of Arlington National Cemetery, with its row upon row of simple white markers, bearing crosses or stars of David, they add up to only a tiny fraction of the price that has been paid for our freedom. As for the enemies of freedom, Those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it now or ever. We are Americans. France Authority on AM 1420. The answer. It is indeed the Bob France Authority. Good morning to you. Thank you so very much for joining us as we get underway at seven minutes after the hour of nine o'clock on this Thursday, the 13th morning of the 12th month of the year of our Lord, 2018. Coming up on the program this morning, a couple of very good guests at 935. We go back to our friends at FAIR, the Federation for American Immigration Reform, and we will talk to David Ray about one of the most absurd stories you have ever heard simply inconceivable can't be real must be fake news has to be from the onion no it is real the migrants in the caravan in tijuana outside of our border want us to pay them to go away. Some of the migrants in this group of about 100 protesters or so were demanding either, quote, President Trump let them into the country or give them $50,000 per person to go home. (laughs) We can tell you the group did indeed march in the streets of Tijuana yesterday toward the U.S. consulate office and there were uh, parts of the caravan that took part of this. Um, no. (laughs) Somebody brought this up. Somebody brought this up on the show yesterday in the uh, closing minutes of the show. And I just kind of said, I've never heard of that. I didn't know this. Uh, and I, and thank you. That's why I love my callers. I love my listeners. I love my audience. I love you. Um, cause we share information with each other. Sometimes I've got info you don't have, and sometimes you have info that I don't have. And he told me that the caravan members were demanding 50 grand per person to go away. We either let us in 
so that we can take advantage of your country, waving our Honduran flags and whatever else uh, that we want to. Let us in or give us 50 grand a person and we'll go back to our home countries. <laughs> That's how this works. I, I almost didn't believe it. I know the... Um, Excuse me. I know the caller wasn't trying to, you know, just uh, you know, jerk with me here and 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 pull my leg. He was serious, but it just sounded so oniony. It sounded so fake newsy. It sounded so false. Who could possibly come up with a story like that? But no, it's reality. Lo and behold, they are demanding fifty grand a person to go away. How's that work? Walk up to somebody's door and say, "Let me in." No. This is my private home. You're not allowed in. I'm going to stay on your porch till you give me 50 grand to go away. <laughs> is that how that works? Can I walk up to Chuck Schumer's house and say, Chuck, I'm going to hang here in your yard until you give me 50 grand to go away. Either open the doors and let me in or give me 50 grand uh, to go away, and I'll go back to my house. I don't think it works that way. I doubt very seriously there's too many uh, people who are going to agree to that, but that's what they're asking for. This is how insane this has become. I mean, truly, it is, it, it is just, it, it, it's surreal. It's, it's like not reality. The first group of caravan members, which included about 100 migrants, arrived at the consulate at 11 a.m. Uh, Alfonso Guerrero, or no, Guerrero, Uloa, an organizer from Honduras, said the $50,000 figure was chosen as a group. It may seem like a lot of money to you, he told the San Diego Union Tribune. He's serious about this. But it's a small sum compared to everything the United States has stolen from Honduras. Let me just do a quick little check here on live radio. U.S. aid to Honduras. And let's see how much money we give to uh, uh, Honduras on a regular basis, on an annual basis, because kind of thinking that it's not the other way around. They're not giving us money. Uh, we are giving them money. We are not taking money from them. We are funding them like we do so many other nations. All right, U.S. foreign aid, according to usaid.gov, uh, so this is the official site, by country, Honduras, fiscal year 2016. Uh, if I'm reading this right, and it's a very convoluted chart and map, but if I'm reading this right, trying to simplify this, we gave them about $127 million fiscal year 2017. Is that the annual? Is it an annual uh, layout uh, of uh, of those funds to them? I'm guessing it is. I'm, I'm looking for the previous years on this, but it's a pretty convoluted chart. Uh, partially recorded year, let's see, 2017. Oh, those are partially because they're not all... All those numbers are not computed yet, but uh, okay. So yeah, we're giving them hundreds of millions of dollars, and now it's give us fifty grand uh, to get off your doorstep. <laughs> uh, I don't know about you, but I'm feeling like stereotypical old guy right now, and I'm just going to tell these young punks to get off my lawn. And no, I'm not paying you to do it. How about get off my lawn? Well, you're not technically on my lawn. You're you're outside of it because you're in Mexico. But you know what? Stay there. Or back to your country, but you're not coming over here. And no, we're not going to pay you to go away. This is, this is honestly a story that I, I, I didn't expect to be real, but it is. And, and it kind of just illustrates the absurdity. Uh, the organizer said this money would allow migrants to return home and start a small business. I'm curious. I'm curious, organizer. Who's going to buy from your business? 
if the rest of the uh, people in your country are impoverished the way they say, to the point where everybody has to flee their uh, country in order to come to the United States. They have to come to the United States because they have to flee because of, of poverty they're, and they're desperate. Well, you're going to start a small business and who are you going to sell it to, sell things to? A letter from the group criticized U.S. intervention in Central America and asked the U.S. to remove Honduran President Orlando Hernandez from office. Oh, okay, that's an easy one. We'll just go in and do regime change in a nation, or uh, in a nation at which we are not at war, or with which we are not at war. We're just going to go ahead and do regime change. Okay, the migrants don't like Hernandez. And by the way, I don't know anything about President Orlando Hernandez of Honduras. But I am going to go ahead and assume he is just as corrupt and is taking money and food off of the tables of his people like so many other uh, uh, leaders of of some of those most impoverished nations. We're giving hundreds of millions of dollars in aid to each of these countries on a regular basis. What are they doing with it? They are keeping it to themselves and starving their people. But as bad as that is, and as sad as that is, I got I got news for you, Karen uh, uh, members. This is a you problem. This is not an us problem. You have found your way out of your home country, and are seeking asylum. You have been offered asylum in the nation in which you are standing right now. Mexico has offered you asylum. Take it, because I got news for you. That's the best deal you're going to get. That's the best offer you're going to get because you're not going to come here under phony claims of political persecution or religious persecution or any of the other um, uh, uh, criteria that you must meet in order to claim asylum to come to the United States. You just don't like the fact that you're poor where you are and there's money in the United States to be made. And if that's all it is, fine, fine. People from Europe came to the United States Decades and decades and decades ago, generations ago, because there was money to be made in the United States. That's okay, but you know what they did? They did it legally. They didn't trump up phony claims of asylum, and they certainly didn't just jump the border. They didn't just swim a river. They came and applied legally, and then they came to the United States uh, as uh, people who wanted to be American citizens. Not people waving German flags and Polish flags and Russian flags and Slovakian flags or Italian flags or any other European flags coming to the United States saying, we're bringing Europe to you. They said, we want to wave the stars and stripes. We want to be American, not liking the way things are going in our own home countries. So that's a big, big difference. So we'll talk about that with David Ray coming up this morning. Also, uh, at 10.05, Ryan Morrow will be joining us about a host of issues relative to national security as it pertains to the ongoing threat of, that's right, we don't hear about, about it much anymore, do we? The ongoing threat of, this, uh, threat of radical Islamic terrorism. Three very interesting stories that Ryan is going to be sharing with us uh, coming up this morning. That'll be at 10.05. Other big news today, and you heard Hugh Hewitt talking about it this morning, or at least I hope you did. Can you believe this? Ted Lieu, California Congressman Ted Lieu, laying it bare for all to see. This is what the modern American progressive believes in. Censorship and government control. If they could get away with it. He literally said he wishes he could get away with it. Censoring your speech. Come on, Ted. 
I would love to be able to regulate the content of speech. The first one prevents me from doing so. I would love to regulate the content of your speech. But the First Amendment, that pesky Constitution thing, prevents me from doing so. Darn it. He does go on to say in full fairness, because he kind of has to, that I guess in the long run it's good that government can't regulate speech. I would love to be able to regulate the content of speech. The First Amendment prevents me from doing so. And that's simply a function of the First Amendment. But I think over the long run, it's better that government does not regulate the content of speech. I would urge these private sector companies to regulate it better themselves. But it's really nothing that I believe government can do. It's not something government can do, but it's something I wish I could do. It's something I would like to be able to do. I want to be able to regulate speech. I don't want people to be able to express themselves freely, because when they do, they might say something that, gasp, I disagree with. They might say something that I find, gasp, offensive. So I would like to be able to regulate people's speech, but the doggone pesky First Amendment says I can't. But you know what? That doesn't mean that the um, giant corporate monoliths running the social media world, running uh, communications in this country on a private level, private sector level, doesn't mean that they can't. I wish they would censor a little bit better what people say. And he's speaking in reaction. He was on CNN, shock of all shocks, Ted Lieu was. He was talking to Brooke Baldwin on CNN about uh, the Google testimony yesterday. Google CEO uh, Sundar Pichai, I believe is how you say his name, and if I'm wrong, I apologize, at a House Judiciary Committee hearing where they were talking about the giant tech companies and their censorship of conservatives, their blocking of conservative search results, their blocking of positive news stories about conservatives, uh, all of these kinds of things. And he was saying, so essentially Ted Lewis saying, yeah, uh, I wish I could do it, but since I can't by the First Amendment, government can't, well, these tech companies should be able to do it better than they do. I would love to be able to regulate the content of speech. The First Amendment prevents me from doing so. And that's simply a function of the First Amendment. But Does anybody else find just that sentiment in and of itself chilling? I mean, I mean really, to, to the bone. Here is a government official saying, here's what I would like to do. I would like to censor whatever you say. I would like control of the content of your speech. I would like to be able to, as a government official, limit what you say to the things that I approve of. I would like to limit your speech to speech that I like. And if I don't like it, you don't say it. Or there are consequences. Could you ever have imagined in your lifetime hearing a government official make that statement? I would like to shut you up under penalty of law as a government official, but the pesky First Amendment says I can't. I would love to be able to regulate the content of speech. The First Amendment prevents me from doing so. What do you think, uh, what do you think the, the left's reaction to such a statement would be if it were... Republican Congressman Jim Jordan, who made such a claim. 
if it were a Republican senator, Lindsey Graham, who made such a claim. He said, I would censor speech. The pesky First Amendment says I can't. But maybe I can make these tech companies do it for me. We shouldn't have free speech on the Internet. We shouldn't have free speech uh, uh, in terms of search results on Google and on Twitter and Facebook platforms. We can censor the heck out of those. I wish I could do it myself, but I'm going to have to ask, ask them to do it for and me. And that's simply a function of the First Amendment. But I think over the long run, it's better that government does not regulate the content of speech. I would urge these private sector companies to regulate it better themselves. In the long run, I guess it's better that the government not do it. But uh, in our absence, I would like these tech companies to do it for us. Let's shut down conservative thought and expression. This is chilling. All right, 922. Uh, the Bob France Authority. I want, to, want you to join me at 216-901-0945 on AM 1420. The answer. Hark the herald angels sing, glory to the newborn. 926 now, the Bob France Authority on AM 1420, The Answer. Thanks for joining us. Uh, I, I don't know which story makes me laugh harder, to be honest with you. Uh, you know, listening to a progressive admit what so many progressives truly believe that they would like to... Um, I would love to be able to regulate the content of speech. That's just a progressive mantra. I mean, they don't say it out loud very often. That's the thing. But it's what they believe. It's what they feel. You can tell by their policies. You can tell by what they try to do to shut down conservative speech in social media. How they try to shut shut on conservative speech on college campuses. This is what they believe. It's just very rarely do they come out and say it out loud. I don't know if that story makes me laugh harder or this one. Some of the migrants in this group of about 100 protesters or so were demanding either, quote, President Trump let them into the country or give them $50,000 per person. <laughs> I can't not hear that. I can't hear that and not laugh, rather. I just can't. It's it's just like hysterical. Give us fifty grand and we'll go away. If we gave one person, let alone all of them, if we gave them fifty bucks, forget fifty grand. If we gave every member of the caravan fifty bucks to just stop hassling us, stop being a nuisance, we would have seven hundred million people standing outside our border from around the world waiting for their fifty bucks in a month. Uh yeah, good luck with that. TJ, in Cleveland, you're on AM 1420, The Answer. You're up early, my friend. What's on your mind? Yeah, you know, Bob, uh, this uh, immigration thing, you know, I think Americans forget history. You know, the liberal icon, Franklin Delano Roosevelt, uh, when there was a shipload of Jewish people trying to escape Nazi Germany, and if anybody had a case to escape political asylum, uh, you know, uh, uh, asylum for uh, political persecution, these people yeah. did. Roosevelt turned that ship away. Yes, wouldn't he did. Let him in, wouldn't grant him assignment, asylum. And that same liberal turd, short time later, interred tens of thousands of German and Japanese citizens in camps. You can't trust a liberal, Bob. I mean, you know, they talk about they do this good thing, this bleeding heart. Watch these people because they're demonic. 
Um, I, I understand everything you just said. I'm not necessarily sure where you're going with it, though. Like, what was well, the no, point of that? Because you're right about the history. You're everything you said about internment. Of course, we knew about the Japanese internment. We also know about uh, the turning away the ship of of uh, 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 German Jews trying to escape the uh, Holocaust. Uh, all of that. But but w- w- is were you tying that to something today, TJ? Or well, what yes, I miss? Yes, yes. Because the bleeding heart <laughs> left, like open our borders, allow these poor people to come in. Uh, and, and the real motive, is, you know yourself, it's not because they feel sorry for these people, they want to help them. What they want is more power and voters. That's the bottom line. There's nothing good intentions about them wanting to open our borders. The now, that, 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 is, that is very clear, absolutely correct, and absolutely true. And that's one of the things. Thank you, TJ. God bless. Appreciate the call. That's one of the things I'm going to be talking about next with David Ray from the Federation for American Immigration Reform. And before we go to him, by the way, here's a little TBT. Since it's Thursday, I'll throw back Thursday. Thanks to my friend uh, John Cardillo from uh, Newsmax and uh, America Talks Live uh, for, for sharing this, uh, this gem with us. A tweet from Chuck Schumer, circa 2013. Remember, the same Chuck Schumer who argued with the president that we don't need border security. We don't need a border wall. You're not getting your border wall. If you do and you shut down the government, that's on you. That's Chuck Schumer from three days ago. Here's Chuck Schumer from five years ago, responding to Jonathan Rush, asking about uh, illegal immigration. Chuck Schumer tweeted five years ago, April 18, 2013, quote, We crack down on illegal immigration by securing the border and using E-Verify to stop companies from hiring illegal immigrants. How has that tweet aged, Chuck? Do we have E-Verify implemented in this country? No, we do not. Have we secured our border? No, we have not. How massive of a hypocrite are you, Chuck Schumer? Bigger than our minds can comprehend. News time now, AM 1420, the end. down to Baker Street. Let me know where Baker Street is. Airman Lockhart, do we know where Baker Street is? Jerry Rafferty, I wonder if he's, I, I bet if I looked up Jerry Rafferty's hometown, I bet there's a Baker Street in it. It's always one of my favorite songs. the Bob France Authority continues on AM 1420, The Answer. I'm going to play it again so that my guest, David Ray, can hear it. I'm sure he already did, uh, but I want to play this before I bring David Ray onto the program just so that he can uh, uh, hear hear it for himself. Some of the migrants in this group of about 100 protesters or so were demanding either, quote, President Trump let them into the country or give them $50,000 per person to go home. We can tell you the group did indeed march in the streets of Tijuana yesterday toward the U.S. consulate office, and there were uh, parts of the caravan that took part of this. I, uh, I cannot. I've listened to that clip, I don't know how many times this morning, before and on the air, and I cannot not laugh every time I hear it. Give us 50 grand a piece and we'll leave you alone. <laughs> we'll go home. <laughs> David Ray, uh, Federation for American Immigration Reform, uh, joining us once again on AM 1420, The Answer. David, good morning, sir. How are you? 
doing great, Bob. How about you, my friend? Uh, I'd be better if somebody would give me 50 grand to get off their yeah. lawn. <laughs> I'd gladly go home for 50 grand if anyone wants to kick some my way. You know, it, it, for, those of your, for those of us who thought the entitlement mentality was limited only to uh, certain segments of the American population, uh, you can uh, dispel yourself of that belief. We have... Uh, <laughs> You know, thousands of people camped in Tijuana who broke down Mexico's border gates to get in to Mexico, were offered asylum and jobs by Mexico if they actually were fleeing for their lives. They were offered safe haven in Mexico. They turned that down, chose not to apply for refugee status into the United States while they were, you know, in central Mexico and having their, their case heard, and instead now have shown up on our southern border and are letting us know in a, in a very friendly way that if we don't give them $50,000 each, uh, they're going, uh, that's the only way that they're going to go home. So it's kind of crazy. And that way, well, well, that's just the beginning of crazy, David Ray, because the other uh, demand that they're making, in addition to give us fifty grand apiece, is remove our president. Remove, yeah. you, you, just go ahead and, 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 and uh, as an imperial power somehow, right. go down there and remove Honduran President Orlando Hernandez from office. Uh, like right. that's well, something you know, that we part, can just do. Yeah, well, what's interesting about that is it kind of cuts both ways, because on the one hand, they're saying, the United States owes each of us $50,000 for all the damage that the United States has done in Central America. So give us that money and then take our president out, please. I mean, you know, they kind of want it both ways, don't they? Uh, so, you know, you know the, the interesting thing is, David, I can understand the request, the second part. You know, we can't do it, of course. That's not our role. But, I mean, right. the reason that, mo- that so many of the Hondurans who are living in poverty are doing so is because of corrupt government officials. And I don't know much about Orlando Hernandez in- personally, but we give them roughly, I was looking it up earlier, around $125 million a year in aid. And yeah. where does that money go? It isn't going to feed the people. It's going to the hands of these government officials. So I can see why perhaps they want to remove them from office. But to demand that we do it or else they're going to invade our country illegally is right. uh, is, is a little bit much. Right. And, you know, the point to be made here, uh, and having just been to San Diego recently, the only thing that is keeping... Uh, the Central American caravanners in Tijuana, and the only reason why they're not in the United States and dispersed throughout our country right now is the border wall that exists between the United States and Mexico that has sealed that border up and makes it nearly impossible for them to come in uh, to the United States through anywhere other than a legal port of entry, which is the point of it all in the first place. And they're saying that we're accepting asylum claims too long and that they're being asked to wait longer than they want to. And, I mean, if their claim is that we're we're fleeing for our lives, they are certainly in a place where their lives are no longer in danger. But, uh, you know, for those who question the efficacy of the border wall and Trump's idea of building a wall along certain segments of the border that are high-traffic areas, let me tell you, seen it with my own eyes and it works and the people the fact that we have the caravanners demanding you know, ransom uh or they're going to stay there ran- ransom from us to or to so that they'll go home i mean that tells you right there that they're convinced they're not going to you know sneak in the country uh illicitly Right, and, and and obviously uh, one of the things that we do to stop them from sneaking in is to build that border wall. So let's get into this fight now, David. It was literally 
a fight. We're talking to David Ray, Federation for American Immigration Reform. It was literally a fight in argumentative terms, uh, not physically, of course, but Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer three days ago sat down with the President of the United States and uh, discussed, if you will, the funding of a border wall and the threat of a shutdown if they, if uh, right. if one does if one is not built. Here's uh, Chuck. Here's I mean, you no, keep no, talking no, no, about no. the last time, Chuck. You shut it down. No, no, no. And then you open twenty it times very quickly. And twenty. Times. I don't want to do what you did. Twenty but, times Chuck. you have called for. I will shut down the government if I don't get my wool. None of us have you said. You want to know something? You've said okay, it. Okay, you want to put that you on my. You said it. I'll take it. Okay, okay, good. You know what I'll say? Yes. If we don't get what we want, one way or the other, whether it's through you, through a military, through anything you want to call, I will shut down the government. Okay, Absolutely. fair enough. And we I am disagree. proud, and I'll we tell disagree. you what, I am proud to shut down the government for border security, Chuck. All right. So, so the, by the way, um, I salute my president uh, after that exchange. Uh, I mean, that yeah. was as, as as strong and honestly as presidential as I've ever heard him saying, I am proud to shut down some non-essential elements of the government over right. uh, uh, the matter of border security, because it is national security, and that is his job number one, is to protect the right. people of this country. And, David, I don't think enough Americans, and especially those on the left or the center left, believe that illegal immigration is a national security threat. No, they don't. And, you know, the president was hit, hit the nail right on the head when he pointed out that Nancy Pelosi is sitting there and, and, and in reality can't say much about this at all because she is soon to be she's hoping to be elected speaker of the house and a large segment of the democratic caucus wants to abolish immigration and customs enforcement and do away with you know the border altogether have an open borders country so her ability to really come out in favor of a border wall which you know she has called immoral and uh ineffective uh and expensive in the past is very questionable which which brings us to the point that there's a uh, some amendments that are being pushed forward by the House Freedom Caucus uh, as we speak. This would be amendments to the final spending bill that they need to pass by December 21st. First Amendment would put $5 billion towards uh, construction of the border wall, which is a drop in the bucket compared to the $216 billion a year that illegal immigration costs the United States. The second thing it would do is to be to close up asylum loopholes that are uh, that's fueling the Im- illegal immigration crisis, fueling the uh, uh, presence of the uh, of, of false asylum seekers. They see use political asylum as kind of the soft underbelly uh, of the of the way to illegally enter the United States, and so it would close those asylum loopholes. And it would uh, fund the, enough of the border wall that the uh, construction can continue and we can seal up, as we did south of San Diego, some of these segments of the border that, uh, that w- where the highest traffic is occurring of illegal immigrants. Uh, I want to bring something else to your attention before we get into the actual funding issue of the wall. Um, uh, Chuck Schumer, and I want to thank my friend John Cardilla from Newsmax Television for this one. He uh, unearthed uh, Chuck Schumer circa 2013. So three days ago, Chuck Schumer is saying, we don't need a border wall. And in fact, yesterday, he was again uh, 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 preaching to the press that this is only something that Trump wants to do to keep a silly campaign promise. But we don't need a border security wall. That was Trump three, or excuse me, Schumer three days ago. And again, uh, and again, uh, yesterday to the press. Here's Trump five, or excuse me, Schumer five years ago. In response to a question, 
on Twitter uh, saying, why should immigration reform require a path to citizenship? This only promotes illegal immigration in the future. Schumer's response was, this is April 2013, David, we crack down on illegal immigration by securing the border and using right. E-Verify to stop companies right. from hiring illegal immigrants. Amen. Well, Maybe he well, should be a fair employee. <laughs> well, here we are five years later. Who has stopped the border security and the uh, the implementation of mandatory E-Verify? Chuck Schumer has. The Democrats right. have for the last five years since he made that statement. This is the hypocrisy that we have to find a way to overcome to secure our border and, and protect our, our people. Right. I mean, you know, this is a pretty good proof on top of the fact that in 2007, Senator Schumer... About 25 other Democrats, including Senators Obama and Clinton, passed uh, a bill that authorized 700 miles of fencing along the southern border. Of course, that fencing was never built. But once again, we have the Democrats on the record for stating very clearly that they understand the necessity of having secure borders. Uh, but then when it comes to President Trump pushing for it, and let's face it, as I said, and I misstated, I said, Illegal immigration costs us $216 billion a year. It's $116 billion, $116 billion a year. The right. border wall estimate will cost us between you know, 15 to $25 billion. It's a drop in the bucket compared to what we spend year in and year out. And the Democrats are playing politics with this. I mean, no matter what you look at, we can, we can pass mandatory E-Verify to, keep, to lock illegal aliens out of American jobs and we can crack down on sanctuary cities. But the Border Patrol will be the first ones to tell you, without these impediments in place to control the, the type of rush that you would have had, can you imagine 7,000 people rushing across the border that has nothing but a rickety old fence? The Border Patrol could never have handled that kind of, of magnitude of people. And the fact that, that we were able to stop the Central Americans in Tijuana underscores how well the border wall works. Uh, we're talking to David Ray, the Federation of American, uh, for, uh, for American Immigration Reform, rather. David, so we're, we're looking at this $5 billion. What would ha- happen, of course, with um, uh, the meeting with Schumer and Pelosi is they dropped, by the way, from $1.6 billion, which it was believed uh, to be uh, in their budget or their version of the budget, uh, down to $1.3, which is rather right. than negotiating upward toward Trump's five and finding some sort of common ground, not that I would have accepted three point five anyway, but rather right. than going up, I think they feel so emboldened by the results of the um, midterm elections right. that they feel like the heck with him. We have to give him nothing. He's lucky we'll even give him the 1.3. Well, you know, that's really why a lot of people <clears throat> consider this now or never for the border wall. Let's face it, uh, you know, in January, there's going to be a Pelosi-run Congress, and they are never, ever going to touch the immigration issue, at least not on, not in the in the in the way we want it touched. They're going to be representing a caucus that wants to demolish ICE, which does uh, all the interior enforcement of illegal immigrants and narcotics coming into the country, and they're going to want to uh, uh, you know create uh, undermine policies and, and and virtually create an open border to the United States. So. Right now, while Republicans have control of the House and the Senate, is probably our last best chance to get through funding for this border wall. It's now or never. The House Freedom Caucus Amendment that's going to come up, hopefully, for a vote in the next few days. This would tack it on to the must-pass budget amendment that will be voted on on December 21st. So 
uh, or anybody who wants more information about it, there's information on FAIR's website, fairus.org. But this is a critical vote for anybody who thinks that border wall funding is important. This is our last chance to get it before Nancy Pelosi and the open borders crowd are in charge of the House of Representatives. Uh, and you're right, this is the last chance. And, 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 and to that end, um, David, I was uh, discussing this on a number of occasions. Callers have brought it up, and I've brought it up as well. You mentioned that $116 billion annual cost right. to this country right. for legal immigration. And I know because I was there in September uh, broadcasting from Hold Their Feet to the Fire, and I, and I got the fact sheet. It's itemized. Right. That number isn't just made up out of whole cloth. No. It is itemized. No. It is sourced. It is documented. What I want to know is, David, you know, it's one thing for you guys to have it. It's another thing for me to read it and to talk about it on the radio. What needs to happen, though, is the president needs a primetime Oval Office address. I think he needs to go on eight, at 8 p.m. on every network in America, and I need. I think he needs a slideshow presentation or a big whiteboard or something that has every bit of the itemized breakdown of the $116 billion a year that we're already paying, and then look America straight in the eye and say, tell me you really don't think a $25 billion one-time uh, yeah. uh, outlay of funds is worth stopping this $116 billion atrocity every single year. I think that's what needs to happen. The American people will revolt if we don't build our wall. Yeah, you know, on 9-11, when 3,000 innocent people, mostly Americans, died during the terrorist attack, I thought that the country had 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 an epiphany on illegal immigration. You know, many of the 9-11 uh, perpetrators were here illegally, and then I thought people fully understood the fact that if we don't have the reason why we lock our front doors when we go to bed at night is because we want to know who's coming into our house. Likewise, we want to know who's coming into our country, and that's why we need to be able to lock our back door against illegal immigration. The Border Patrol reports that there are would be terrorists, there's lots of narcotics, and there's a never ending supply of illegal immigrants who are all trying to get in through the southern border. Some of these folks are criminal aliens. Some of the folks in the caravan itself have been deported from the United States for committing uh, crimes against Americans and and legal immigrants, and uh, some of these folks are affiliated with gangs. We need to have the ability to know who's coming into our home, into the American home, and have the, the ability and the sovereignty to decide whether or not we want to let them in. The only way to do that is by having control of our southern border, and that wall is the only way to get there. This is our chance to get it. Right now, the president's asking for $5 billion. That's nothing. And the lives that... One-tenth of one percent. One-tenth of one percent of the American budget. Right. The American lives that it will save will be well worth it. It's, It's money well spent. Think about the opioid crisis in northeast ohio and how much of that came in over the mexican border and if we could have stopped that before it got there the lives alone that might have been saved from that amen it's it's money well spent no question about it david ray thank you so much for coming on david the uh, federation for american immigration reform please keep up your good work and if you've got anybody any lobbyist or anybody else who can reach the president's ear and tell them to do an oval office primetime address before this congress runs out so that he can encourage a vote right now and get this thing funded uh with the american people putting pressure on their representatives please get into his ear david thank you my friend you know we will
You you bet, Bob. Have a great holiday. You do the same. Thank you, sir. David Ray, Federation for American Immigration Reform, joining us. It's 952. We'll come right back with more of your calls on AM 1420, The Answer. I've never felt that strong like a rock. Conditions or exclusions may apply. 956 now, the Bob for Answer 30 on AM 1420. The answer, Ryan Moore, are going to be joining us after the top of the hour. Let's get a few more for, uh, phone calls in before the top of the hour. Navy man Norm, waiting patiently in Strongsville on AM 1420. The answer. Hi, Norm. Hey, Bob. How are you? Your, your voice sounds a little barky. Yeah, it's been Barky. Yeah, that's my little uh, tiger uh, shorty dog. <laughs> hey, I don't know if you saw this or not, but this this made my heart just flutter this morning. The Public Utilities Commission of California is talking about taxing all the text messages of all mobile users in the states retroactively for the past five years. Now, I knew they were talking about a tax, but I did not know it was going to be retroactive. <laughs> Holy cow. Retroactively for five years, all your text messages, because the um, money that they have set aside for the poor uh, in the fund of uh, helping them with their cell phones has shrunken <clears throat> quite a bit since people started using text messages rather than you know phone calls. So they want to retroactively tax, and I'm saying... Bravo, bravo! I am so happy they will do. I hope it passes. I do. <laughs> but uh, you know, I, I you know, they're so they're, the lunatics out there get what they deserve, I suppose, by electing these kinds of people who would do such a thing. But you know what, Norm, I do, and I, and I don't know if it's the Christmas season, and I find my soft uh, side of my uh, my heart or whatever. But I feel for the real good, hardworking, decent people who live in California, maybe they're born and raised there, it's all they know, and they don't they don't vote for these people and they don't you know, they don't vote for the highest taxes in the nation and they don't vote for these kinds of things and they don't support the radical extremism of California. Those folks suffer at the hands of people like Governor Brown, soon to be Governor Newsom and the rest of the uh uh the leadership in the California Assembly. I feel bad for some of the people in California. Yes, and uh Another thing, and I, sh- I shot this to you yesterday in an email. What's Our that? local cities of Medina and Ravenna have canceled their nativity displays in the face of protests from certain citizens and, of course, the Freedom from Religion Foundation of Wisconsin, who I happened to call yesterday and have a nice chat with. But How uh, did that go? The ma- uh, it, it went wonderful. I wish them a very Merry Christmas. I was very confused. <laughs> basically said... What the hell right do you have to come into Ohio? And they said, Well, uh people from Ohio call. They said, Are you sure they're from Ohio that complained about this? Or is this just another one of your ruses to, you know, bring attention to your atheist philosophy? That was very nice. Anyway. Well I so love the was- fact I love the fact that the first thing you did is wish them a Merry Christmas that probably just made them bristle. Oh, I always send them a Christmas card too, Bob. <laughs> I got I love you, Norm. The most religious Christmas card I can find. I, I send it to them and say, may God have mercy on you people. I've been very nice. <laughs> I have not anyway. talked much about the uh, the, the traditional uh, annual war on Christmas by way of what you just said, you know, nativity scenes and other Christmas decorations being removed from public uh, areas, public grounds. Uh, it, it's just so frustrating, but I just, you know, I, I, there, there are times, Norm, that I think we all uh, need to be reminded to fight because sometimes... 
you grow to accept it. You just grow to, oh, there's the idiot atheists again. There's the other people trying to tamp down on the freedom of religion that we all enjoy uh, to practice our religion. And, uh, you know, we are a Christian nation uh, founded in Christian roots. Uh, just read the Declaration of Independence and you'll know that. Um, and it does. It gets very frustrating sometimes. And I, I just tend to kind of gloss over those stories from time to time. Well, for those who might be interested who live in Ravenna or in the area around Ravenna, uh, there's going to be a demonstration at 1 o'clock in front of the Ravenna City Hall in the public square uh, protesting the cancellation of the nativity scene. Well, you know what I hope you do? I hope uh, those who gather, uh, I hope everybody comes as a character from the nativity scene. I want three wise men in costume. I want uh, a Joseph and a Mary. And uh, what are they going to do, make people leave a human living nativity scene? Are they going to say you can't stand there? Uh, that would be oh, a good... That is genius, Bob. <laughs> you like it? I love it. Let I me know. It. Let me know if we can put it together. I'm not even close to joking. Any place where this is being banned, any of these kinds of things, let's see what they do about your freedom to assemble, uh, dressed however it is that you want to dress. I would love uh, to have a human. And you know what? For, and I'm, I'm I'm just riffing here, uh, and I've got to go because of the news. But I'm just it, 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 we could do it in shifts. You know, I mean, let's let's just gather let's gather a hundred Christians in each of these communities, and let's do it in shifts. Uh, you know, for for a couple of hours at a time everybody go and stand in these uh in this in their position and in in uh, uh in a nativity type scene a human nativity scene and let's keep it there 24 7 through christmas and let's see what they see if they try to disperse us i have a few just a thought <laughs> norm you let me know how those calls go my friend i always appreciate hearing from you god bless it's 1002 we got to get to news now on am 1420 the answer